0: Welcome to the Houdini RC Heli Podcast. This is episode 37. Today's date is 12-18-2022. Kind of getting on a schedule now, I think. <laughs> yeah, this is like earth shattering. Yeah, it's almost like I might get to the flying field more than once this year. Well, I
1: haven't got to go.
0: you probably fly more than all of us.
1: Nah, <clears throat> we normally fly on Sundays and I've had to work both Sundays last two weeks.
2: Oh! Yeah, about right.
0: Anyway, we have the whole crew here, all five of us at this point. We got Kenny drug into it. The police didn't find him. We had to call the homeless shelter.
3: Uh, what can I say, guys?
0: And he's back. Yay. He sounds so enthused. Yay, Kenny's back. Hey, guys. Yeah, we heard <laughs> We do have the giveaway tonight for the Hallie Direct coupon, so I posted that all over Facebook. Pretty much just waiting to get three in the room and then we'll do
4: it. So Clay and the bits and pieces crew, Uh their, their entire goal was to thinking that they were going to be able to just jump absolutely straight in and run amok (laughs) and give us 10 kinds of hell, which, Hey, that's all good and wonderful and great. But you know, it's like, you know, I think speedily has this little button that says disconnect.
0: (laughs) Oh Yeah. (laughs) all <laughs> you gotta do is remove <laughs> you have to play nice or you get the boot but yeah we'll give those three away tonight just waiting for get three in the room we have one person already waiting which is awesome other than that let's get the show on the road what's main topic will be winter projects i know most of us are in winter we're about to hit winter in texas this week this week it's supposed to get down to 20 degrees so
4: yeah me like Two weeks worth of winter because it's I guess it's supposed to stay crappy all the way through the first. Yeah. it's about right.
2: What it sounds like.
0: Uh, well, we had the one person leave from the waiting room, so maybe we should. Let uh,
1: me just let let one in. Bring them in as yeah as they come in. Yeah, hurry up.
0: Yeah.
4: Who's sounds in there now? Weird. Is that this Randy Marsh? He already left. <laughs> Randy.
0: I guess they can't see the comments in the waiting room that I'm sending to him. Oh. Uh, anyway. Work's been, like, starting to stress me a little bit this week. It was really challenging, but I made it week three of no drinking, so yay me. Drank a shit ton of water, though. I think I've drank seven or eight cases of water in three weeks. So, yeah. That's good. Good deal. No longer peeing fluorescent green. (laughs) Just still hunting a car, still trying to find a Ford Transit. Got a couple I want to look at, but nothing. Nothing major at this point. All letdowns whenever I look back, they're all kicked out or whatever, so we'll see. Other than that, I've been busy, just, just life-busy stuff. End of year, trying to pay bills and taxes and Christmas presents and daughter wanting money and yeah. What did you get me? I oh, you got your shit. I'm going to buy you a Night Radiant.
5: Oh, okay,
0: perfect. <laughs> well, let's see what Randy Marsh wants. Uh, we'll let him in here. What is it, the third time's a try, Randy?
1: Are you there, Randy? Ooh. He's there. He's he got stage fright. This is connecting. audio's connecting.
0: Okay, there he is. Now Randy's here. Wants to play Helly Direct coupon giveaway. Yeah, absolutely. You almost sound like one, one of us.
4: <laughs> you know who that is, right? I don't know who Randy
0: Marsh is. Yeah. Oh,
4: who are you, Randy? Because I, have, I run Tegrity Farms. Yeah. You sound like Clay Ricks. Oh,
0: God. Where's the remove button? <laughs> oh, it
5: is, it's going to have a name
0: on it, Randy Marsh. Well, I didn't know who was going to be first. Now I'm
4: really disappointed.
5: Yeah. Wait, who would you expect? You already shied to this one time.
4: <laughs> I was expecting Kenny Rogers, to be honest with you. <laughs> who the fuck is Kenny Rogers?
0: <laughs> who the fuck is Randy Marsh?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: I want to Google
0: uh, it, but I'm scared to at this point.
5: Randy Marsh is the greatest guy of all time. <laughs> yeah.
0: So was John Holmes.
5: I thought I was.
0: See, now you're just
5: making it weird. <laughs> <laughs> See, you can actually Google Randy Marsh, and it will not be fucked up. Thanks a lot for that. Gotcha. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you all not know any kind of movie references or shit, nothing?
0: Oh <laughs> Okay I got it South Park Yeah Stuff <laughs> I'm not a nerd I don't really watch that much South yeah. Park oh, dude. Only nerds watch South Park
5: yeah.
0: Or Oklahomans
5: Randy Marsh Is yeah. the funniest one On there Is he the teacher Or He's Stan's dad Oh Stan's dad I'll
0: have to watch it again
5: One day
4: This goes to show That they have Absolutely positively Nothing better to do In Oklahoma <laughs> <laughs> I really haven't watched it in the
5: last several years, but whenever I
0: thought he meant days.
5: No, no, no. I mean, keep in mind, South Park came out when I was in like the fifth grade. Yeah, <laughs> that's how old that show is. Yeah, then
4: we decide the first caller got the thirty percent off on the line kit. Yeah, that's perfect. Mm. You can
0: have what you want. Are you ready? You gonna write the code down? All right, the code is TX seven four. Hold on. I just make sure everybody gets it also. So you have to use it as fast as you can.
4: Yeah, I fix you to say. You better not wait to use it.
5: <laughs> I won't waste any time. Let's put it that way.
1: <laughs> I'm just You don't need to because I had this thing edited out there pretty quick.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll send it to you okay. afterwards.
4: <laughs> Which one are you giving him, Spiegel?
0: Whichever one he wants. You can barter.
4: Oh, I legit would
5: like the Torque servos to be honest with you. That was the one I had my thought process or whenever you first put it out there.
0: That's fine. I'll send it to you
5: because the batteries, I've kind of got batteries, but I can always use some servos.
0: Yeah, I've got it here. I'll send it to you. Awesome. In the mail, I'll put it in a big package and ship it the cheapest I can.
4: (laughs) So, how was Lupe Tortillas,
5: Clay? I didn't go there because it was too busy. Oh. I was like, man, screw that. That looks way busy. I'm not (laughs) doing that. And then I went to a place that sucked.
4: Oh, where'd you go? It's
5: like San Pedro's or something like that in Georgetown.
4: Oh.
5: Yeah, it wasn't very good.
2: Georgetown. There's a Lupe Tortilla over there?
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I should have done that, but it was packed.
2: Uh, I went to one in Beaumont. That joker was good. I didn't want to wait. Dang, I'm going to have to come over and fly with y'all now. I told uh,
5: Mike that I'll probably load up a heli and come down. So we've got Superfly Indoor event. It's about a month out. And I'm going to be down there the week ahead of time. So I'm really considering bringing a heli with me the weekend before and uh, going out doing some flying with you guys.
0: I might try to hit that one in San Antonio also.
5: Unfortunately, no helis to the mall, wouldn't go for that. So, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. The mall is, there was a, a bad experience somewhere along the way with some people flying into the Chick fil A. <laughs> so, they don't want to risk it with the helis.
0: <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah.
5: <laughs> it'll, it'll be good with the, with the light, foamy airplanes, though. It's still going to be a good time they got a car track in there all that too if flying isn't your thing
4: so oh, that's cool well they have now just to give rchq just a little credit cuz they they have an indoor track that they change the layout they have an indoor drift track they got a rock crawling facility they have drag races they run no prep drag races in the back of the parking lot they
0: have all this stuff and they won't the let <laughs> just
4: kidding
5: i mean i honestly think that the helis with most people would be okay they are a little bit riskier than most of the lightweight airplanes at least
0: oh yeah i completely agree Uh, i might end up
5: with, with something to fly there
3: how big of an airplane is allowed
5: realistically like 33 inch twisted hobbies jta something along those lines that's going to be about the biggest thing that you can realistically fly we actually put a cap on it at three s1000s okay and that's because of the e-flight erratics and that one may even be a little big we're going to find out i haven't flown the erratics so i don't really know what its characteristics are like (laughs) but twisted hobbies. And I've got a JTA, so I know they'll be fine.
4: Kenny's had one for like three years. That's never probably ever come out of the box. yet, Has it, Kenny? He has plans, at least.
3: That is correct. Which one do you have, Kenny? Uh, could to be honest with you, I don't. I couldn't tell you now. Jay sold it to me, lock, stock, and barrel. And man, I can't tell you which <laughs> one it is. I know where it's at. Yeah, that's half the battle. Everything that goes with it too. Just need some foam tack. Well,
5: let, let me prep you. Uh,
3: if you need a hundred
5: CC plane built, I don't mind you're going to have to call somebody else to put that thing together. So I would rather put a bigger plane together any day.
0: Oh, you're breaking up some. Yeah, sorry. I'm still driving home. You sound like Casey. Yeah. yeah. You need to get closer to the garage door.
4: Hey, did he share his rainbow sprinkles with you?
5: No, I hadn't seen Casey.
0: Anyway, we'll kick you off. We got show to show
4: do. Oh, yeah.
5: <laughs> Sounds like party. Now, uh, yeah. you guys have fun with all that. So.
0: All right, Randy.
4: Bye, Randy. I'm glad you won. <laughs> See ya. Have a good one. See later. Oh, if that was anybody else that didn't have as distinct voice as Clay Rick's, you know, that could have been good. But yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. At first, I was like, you sound normal to me. Now, I'm like, oh, the second word he said, I love you. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I
4: heard that voice, I'm like, uh, that's Clay Rick. <laughs> I've
0: been doing good. Next.
4: <laughs> I've been doing good. A lot of work, Simmons. actually went and flew a couple of flights today. All excited about plans that I got going on. Everything's doing pretty good. You know, everybody at my job's been getting sick. Fortunately, I have missed that mark so far. Hopefully, it will stay that way. Be good.
2: Well, for me, it's been about the same, just working. And No one has
0: off for, like, Christmas like my wife and kids do.
2: Well, naturally, Christmas is on the weekend. The plant shuts down for the week after Christmas. I took the last week of my vacation for shutdown. So I'll be off the whole week. That's good. My plan was to go to Abilene and visit my mom for the week, but that is kind of put on hold looking at what the weather's going to do. Cause I don't want to get over and get snowed in and not be able to come back to
3: work. So
1: yeah, I've got that week off too.
3: got Saturday and Sunday off. So that's it. What day are they celebrating the holiday on typically? Friday or Monday?
1: Well, our facility is uh, Monday and Tuesday. I I have no idea. I don't even celebrate it.
2: I don't even know what my work's holiday deal would be.
3: Yeah, I couldn't tell
2: you. It's on Saturday and Sunday like that. I don't remember what the vacation list said.
3: Well, next. (laughs) (laughs) Not much of an update for me. Still at work. Don't have much time off for vacation or for Christmas, but I got time off to take if I want it. I just haven't done it yet. Otherwise, we're good. Was sick. Lost my voice for a little while, but it's all better now.
2: That's good. Yeah.
3: Sounds like everybody's so motivated
4: today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I took a nap before the podcast. Tell
1: you, it must be nice. It wasn't. I pulled wires all day. <laughs> don't like that. Is today Sunday? It's, it is. Can you believe it? Yeah, I pretty much worked every day for the last three weeks. Well, I think I've only had one day off. I'm getting tired. Man,
0: if I did that, I'd be rich and tired. Ain't no joke.
4: You know, kind of get messing around and doing this and that, and it's like, uh, I actually get two days in a row off. And then, of course, it dawns on me on them's Christmas. Which is, everybody always expects you to do all kinds of stuff on Christmas. The Christmassy stuff? Yeah. But, you know, and then, of course, it's going to be 12 friggin' degrees, so Christmas Eve is like, eh. It's going to be a winter in Texas. Get your generators ready.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I should probably change the old on my little 1000 this weekend. My weekend.
3: Hopefully it, it doesn't get too terribly bad.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be having to work. So it's going to be extra
1: chitty. There's supposed to be precipitation with that, or is it just going to be a cold spill?
3: It's just cold, from what I know.
4: That's good. That's a saving grace. we supposed to start raining about 6 o'clock in the morning. But everything it's showing on the weather, be 10, 15, 20 degrees, sunny. That is definitely a godsend compared to what we had, what, Was it a year ago or two years ago? How how long ago was that? Two years before
0: COVID, I think. Just before COVID hit. Anyway, we'll get back on the Heli RC crap now. (laughs) Yeah. Waste some time. The Houdini RC Heli shirts, I have a bunch of them. I want to change the emblem and style. So I'll give them away at this point. So just shoot me an email. You just need to pay the shipping. Like whatever flat rate box I can get it into. I think I can just wrap it in plastic or something. I have no idea. I'll try to get a soft bag or something, but it'll probably be around 7 bucks to ship it to the United States, please. I don't really want to jump through hoops to ship it overseas, but yeah, I want to get rid of them so I can work on getting a new model this year. That's what I'm looking for. So I'll shoot you my PayPal, and you can send it to me, and we'll move on. There's a Goose Guy update. That came out this week, supposedly, and Chris Boltinghouse said it was well worth the effort. But for some reason, my computer is having issues connecting to the Bluetooth, which is not letting me update it. So I'm really upset. I think they got rid of some of the center pitch issues that they
3: had. Yeah, Chris sent me a message on that one and said that the update really helped. But the challenge wasn't necessarily getting the update putting in. It was just getting connected via Bluetooth.
0: Yeah, and they didn't name the file like Rev 8.9 from Rev 8.1. It it doesn't say anything. It has a date next to it, but then when you go to load the file, the file has a date from like June or something. So, But I think it's the closest one to the top that has December 6th on it. I'm interested to get the update and try it. I was really wanting to get that done today because it's about the last good weather day we're going to have for a week or so. But it looks like I'm about to wait. So I'm going to get a new heli soon. I don't know which heli or whose heli or what heli. But I'm going to get something soon. I like the new RAW 420, the orange one. Like, I really, really, really like it. And I have mostly electronics to put in. I'll probably just have to 3D print a micro adapter again because I'll probably run a micro servo on the tail instead of a mini. And then Goose Guy has their, what is it, the S4 is out now. So it's a 390-millimeter blade. Retails to be
3: $700. $699. Expensive.
2: Yeah, for the plug-and-play.
0: With the ESC and the fly list and the servos and all
2: that stuff. Six nineteen for just a kit.
3: Did they give any idea what brand that stuff is, or is it their own brand? I believe
0: it's their own brand stuff at this point. I know we're starting to get into like transitioning between like microcontroller, happy to have it, and now normal controller size stuff. I'm interested to try it because I like their flight controller on the S2 and how it crashes. The issue is it's going to be a 380, and it's not going to crash like an S2.
2: can't see any labels on the servos on Heli Direct, but they are aluminum case servos with aluminum horns.
0: They have a KST look to them, but agreed. they also could be.
2: But the Mountaineers are also turned 90 degrees with the servo, too.
0: Yeah, you're not going to use the servos on anything else.
2: It, yeah, these are uh,
4: specialized servos for this model. Yeah, so proprietary, so you don't get that and decide that. All right, I don't like this. all shelly electronics and throw it in something else. No, you're pretty much stuck.
2: But it does have adjustable pitch links, uh, turnbuckles.
0: You can get turnbuckles on the S2 also. Yeah. I saw them on HeliDirect's site. I didn't buy them because I was like, I don't really need adjustable. Correct. I like the idea of non-adjustable links, especially with a plug-and-play kit. I guess if you bent an arm... It would be nice to have turnbuckles because then you could just dial that arm back in or if you wanted to be like perfect perfect perfect
3: well are the arms
0: plastic or are they metal these arms are metal
3: the one piece arms or the adjustable
0: lengths i'm sorry the arms on the s4 are metal okay the goose guys are metal also okay there's no breakaway the link is the breakaway i've had the links on my s2 bend like I, I saved one of them because it started getting too bent. You crash them enough, they'll start bending in the middle. <laughs> oh wow! So I have replaced those. Still haven't broken a skid or a blade yet, or can The canopy hasn't. They're just not trying hard enough. Yeah. Okay. We'll see you next time.
2: Back on the uh, Goose Guy R4, it looks like it comes with a motor, a battery, and servos you need to supply your own flight controller and receiver.
0: For the 619 version, right?
2: Correct.
0: Yeah. I'm interested in it. I'm just going to wait a little bit. I'm really not a first batch person. So I'm kind of going to hold off a little bit on both of those, but definitely definitely like the looks of the 420, and it fits my secret spot a little bit better. If the model is not going to crash very well, might as well not crash very well and get the one that – I like more or
3: I think if I was in your shoes and considering something like that, I would go with the SAB. Yeah.
0: That's kind of the way I'm leaning.
2: Yeah. Cause they would use an available servo.
3: Yes. Not a proprietary
2: servo. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I could literally throw a hobby wing 60 in it. Yes. Torque servos, which I have in oxy sitting here. I have the flight control. The, all I need is the kit.
3: They sell them.
0: I'm waiting for my bonus gift card from work to come in so I can place an order. Hopefully,
3: it's just a credit card.
0: <laughs> if Mike hasn't changed my mailing address and my credentials and it's going to his house, I have no idea. Shouldn't have gave me that idea. You gotta watch them. Yeah.
2: Well, that's how you bought your turban.
4: That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Keep trying to go through my stuff. Yeah, I'm running out of folks, OV. Yeah, you and you and Terry need to buy a car from me.
1: <laughs>
4: I buy helicopters from you. What more do you want? I I know I know. It just hadn't give me all that. It just hadn't give me all those digits yet, there, buddy. <laughs> oh, and then and then
0: Mike's trying to sell me a nitro, and then Kenny had mentioned selling me a nitro, so. I've got those two things in the back of my mind also and it's like I can't get all three of these it's like come on mom what? I want all of them no you <laughs> have to pick one I don't want to <laughs>
3: nope. you're used to the one that he has so you should just buy that one Oh, yeah, but I kind of like something different
0: sometimes and he was kind of expensive <laughs> really <laughs> you know I'm a cheap motherfucker <laughs> But yeah, those are all playing in my head. I uh, still haven't looked up the Spirit 760 to see if it will do 760 servos. If I have time during the show here, I'll mute the mic and check it out and give you an update at the end. I know I was supposed to do that. Also, they're having that San Antonio indoor flying thing. and I've, I've wanted to get one of these Radian UMXs for a long time. We used to have this guy that would come to Funflies and crash all his helicopters, and then he would fly one of these at
3: night. You know who I'm talking about, Kenny? Give me a hint. SRC. Well, every time that I was around Curtis, it's always a nighttime event. He always crashed a model. No, 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 no. Talk about Whistling Ears.
0: What's his name from KDS team pilot that crashed like?
3: Oh, that one. Yeah, Kenny. Yeah. His, his name was Kenny.
0: Yeah. His nickname was Whistling Ears for some reason. I don't really know where that came from.
3: Maybe so, but was it McDonald?
0: Maybe. It was something like that. But he used to fly a little Radian in the light towers at night. Sit out there and just fly around. And I was like, eh, this may kill two birds with one stone.
4: You don't want UMX. It's only a hundred bucks. No, 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 no. The the Night Radian and the UMX are two very different models.
0: I know, I know, I know. I know. I completely understand the UMX is just for, like, indoor and then at night if there's no wind at all. Okay, yeah, I was like, uh. Yeah, yeah. UMX usually means your
4: ultra micro stuff.
0: Yeah, it's like a little one and a half footer. No, the night radiant is the big one that we're going to do. Yeah. Okay, I was getting confused. No, 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 I'm not going to try to night a UMX.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Arduino board's bigger than the bottle. <laughs>
0: The 3D print plane is done. I'm just trying to locate a battery. I need a 4S battery that's in like the 1500 or 1300 range that's not bricked out like a quad battery. I need it kind of long, like a 3S2200 fits in there. So I need that kind of battery in a 4S 1300 range. About 150 grams is what I'd like it to be. I can probably go to low or high 190s but i'd like to stay in the 150 to 180 range for the battery but it all works i've got it all put together and spun the motor up and i haven't done any anything else with it just got the radio set up at this point and like i said it's gonna rain and be crappy weather the next week so i might as well just order the battery i need to get if i can find it somewhere
2: it sure looks cool in the picture you said yeah us. i don't know
0: how it's gonna glow at night as good it's um We'll see.
2: Charge it up real good in a black light before you fly it. Might work real the good. The black
0: lights do charge it, but I don't have a black light spotlight and I just have the regular spotlights and they work. Especially if you use two of them at once. You should be able to charge it really good.
2: I used to have like a two foot black light somewhere. I'd have to look to see if I could find it.
0: Diameter? Length. Oh, length.
2: Is a fluorescent tube.
0: That might help. I had ordered some LEDs that were fluorescent like that. I could probably just put them all on a board. I tried to put them in the model, but it didn't really work the way it's supposed to. Yeah. But I could definitely put them on like a little wand. But I kind of want something when we're flying by. Like you can charge it from a long distance away is what I'm looking to do.
2: Yeah.
0: Is where we can have the spotlights on it and they can shut the spotlights off. Anyway, that's the idea on it. Everything's installed, the servos, the hinges and everything. So it doesn't look great when you hold it and look at it. I'm just hoping it looks good in the air and flies good at this point. Working on finding the next one I'm going to do. I'm done. The end.
2: Shoot, I'll go then. I've been working on that Herobo shuttle that I bought from a club member, trying to get it well, there really wasn't nothing to restore on it. All its electronics worked and everything else. My buddy JC's ankle, he says it's roughly a 1985 model. It's the uh, blue canopy. So, uh, got the original box and everything with it. It has an OS 28 in it, belt start. And I've been having problems keeping a belt together so I can crank it. <laughs> And uh, it's popped a few times, but I haven't got it to actually fire up.
0: You might have to pull that off and just stick a prop on it. Uh,
2: there's no way to do that. If you change the crank out in it, you might be able to put a pull start on it.
4: You prop start it and pull the clutch and everything else and put a prop on it. Yeah, put it on a stand. Just screw it to a piece of wood
0: or something. Oh, just to fire it up for the first time? Well, just to get it run in. You know, you could go all the way through the cycles. And since it's been sitting so long, you can, you know, run a two or three tanks through it and over a couple of days.
2: Yeah, my uh, club buddy, he's had it for 15 years. I mean, yes, it is extremely dusty. Mechanically, it's in great shape. I'm just interrupting again. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but other than that i've just been doing all kinds of research and making sure i got everything for when the turbine shows up i've got servos flight controller receiver fuel system mike got us some fire extinguishers the other day so that's helpful so that ought to be ready to hit the workbench as soon as they show up
3: you haven't got the catch yet
2: no, not yet. We've heard rumor that supposedly they could show up at HeliDirect mid to the end of this coming week. So maybe the end of week after next, maybe. So kind of getting really excited. Awesome. <laughs> Is Santa Claus going to bring it? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. It'd be Nice. It it all depends on shipping right now. Engines, it is for sure confirmed by Turbine Solutions that they will not ship until after Christmas. So I'm probably going to say the engine's not going to show up till January sometime. Yeah. yeah. So there's no real rush to build it because <laughs> it ain't going to do you no good. <laughs> after my big crash. At Apache Pass with the Goose guy, my self level has been off. You go into self level, it'd pull back and to the left, real aggressively. Couldn't figure it out. Couldn't figure it out. Uh, you go full trim and it would almost correct it, but if you went into 3D mode, you'd almost crash it because it overcorrect. Come to find out, if you go into self level mode and hold full back elevator the little led on the flight controller will start blinking red and then you could take off and hover for a few seconds. As you just bump your cyclic, you can feel it trim the helicopter and you can actually land it and you hold full back elevator again. And then your uh, led will go back solid red and then everything's fine.
3: So you're talking about a hovering trim.
2: I think it was the OMPs have the same setup too. Huh? In their self-level mode. So
1: Yeah, I trimmed mine. I think on my own P you had to hold back the elevator until it went into trim mode and then you could spool up and hover it for a while and then you land and and do the back elevator again.
2: And honestly, when I took off, it was almost perfect. I mean, it was drifting just a little bit, and I just gave it a couple of just quick bumps on the cyclic and it was just setting their hands off. I only wanted to self-level working because our club president is interested in getting one and learning to fly heli. And I told him, oh, you can fly mine. You won't crash it, I promise. You know, it's good. Excuse me. And uh, I clicked into self-level mode, and uh, apparently it was not good. So... (laughs) Uh Drifting. Yeah, it wasn't something you could just hand to somebody and let them... Feel it because i mean in the self-level mode it is a lot like a quadcopter you know you get off the cyclic it goes back level
0: oh yeah mike knows exactly what it's like (laughs) it's the only time he got (laughs) the fly mine
2: what the
1: hell's wrong
4: with this thing
2: yeah yeah you can't roll over or nothing with it either
4: i think that's exactly what i try to do is i want to take off and flip over backwards to take out and invert backwards and it's like uh -uh. nope
2: (laughs) Other than that, I've been kind of toying with the idea of resetting up my tables for my RC trailer. During Ice House, I actually moved my table outside the trailer and had models sitting on it. And I kind of enjoyed having the more square footage in the inside the trailer, especially at night. So I think I'm going to get like a little four-foot folding table to put in there. And then put my big table outside to put models on and stuff. During the day. So I think I'm going to start putting money back to grab me some new tables.
0: Cool. Yeah.
4: Tables are good to keep. Yeah. So all jokes aside, like all but one of the tables that I had out at Ice House, I bought off uh, Facebook marketplace. Somebody was moving. I I ended up knowing the guy, but I bought four tables, three six foot tables and one that's just a tad bit smaller, like just a tad bit and uh, I think I get $15 a piece for them. Oh, wow. That's a good idea. I got four for almost what it costs to go buy one decent one, and I got three really good ones and an okay one.
2: Because they don't have to be pristine. No, no. For what they're being used for.
4: Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm going to lay the Dremel on it, probably
0: drill
2: holes in it. Fuel
0: get on it or something. I just abuse my, all my tables are I can almost tell which one's mine because it's got the most damage to the top of it and cuts and drill marks and... You know, when you need to solder something, you just drill a hole so it fits in there, and you have something to hold it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I currently got a white table, and I'm I'm kind of wanting black tables
4: to kind of hide all the dirt. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does that. I get one of my tables one day, and my mom uh, decided she's going to cut out some kind of pattern, you know, for sewing stuff. And she got one of those little rotary zoomy things that you just push around and cut. It cuts really well. It cut the tips of both of her fingers off a few months ago. But uh, I'm like, what in the hell happened to my table? TMI. Well, yeah, well, it happened. Be careful with sharp, really things. It looked like Edward scissors hand got a hold of it. It's got cuts and scrapes and it's all over it. So, well, I was just cutting the pattern out. Like, oh, okay. We're good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I still kind of jealous you got a shuttle to work on. I never owned a shuttle, it was too expensive. I- I could only afford, like, the Hawk Pro Century products.
2: Yeah, it's it's been interesting learning the the mechanics from back then and all that. And it, I mean, now it's real simple, but before, I was like, I just don't understand how this worked. And this thing did have the throttle and the collective on the same servo. And I have since added another servo to it and broke those two apart.
3: How old is this one?
2: Uh, JC said it's roughly a 1985 model. Okay. Give or take. It's the Blue Canopy Shuttle. Cool. And everything I see, it's like the first generation of Herobo Shuttle.
0: Yeah, I need to see if I can
4: steal one from Mark CC. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, he, he was talking about them today. It was, it was pretty funny.
2: It still has the mechanical gyro in it. it it's got full electronics in it. It even still had the old the old aerotronics 72 megahertz receiver in it. The mechanical gyro actually still runs, spools up. It does its thing. The maiden hover on it is going to have what it had when it was built. If I don't like the gyro, I've got a, a Spartan tail gyro on standby.
0: The Spartan quark. What, what's the gyro that's in it? Sorry, I'm a horrible listener.
2: The old mechanical gyro. The one that's basically two brass wheels with the motor that spools up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
0: that would be something cool to build like a show and tell box for at an event where you could spool it up and then hook up like a servo to it to like an old tail push rod or something and have people be able to feel it and oh, yeah, like see how it works.
2: I was shocked everything still worked on it.
0: I think Mike. Do you have one also? You got that the one I gave to you. I found.
4: Yeah, that's not a mechanical. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a piezo something or whatever else. It's it's still real big,
3: but it doesn't pull up. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: One of the first digital piezo gyros. I'm jealous. I ain't got nothing old but my wife.
3: So Carrie, are you gonna let people fly that one?
2: Uh possibly. If I can ever get it to start. <laughs> I, th- I think it's my technique more than anything.
0: Maybe you're putting the wrong fuel in it. It's not a gasser. You're supposed to buy nitro for it.
4: Oh, really? Oh, come on. He's got some that's 27 years old. People, it don't even have color left. It still runs. It.
2: Actually, it does still have
4: color. It's been inside.
0: And throw a throw a lighter on it. It just pff, goes out.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it puts the lighter out.
2: It is 20 year old Traxxas fuel that I'm trying it with. If it actually fires off and idles, I'm going to break down and buy a fresh bottle of nitro for it. I want the engine to actually fire and run, and then I'm going to spend the price of a gold bar for fuel.
3: Yeah. (laughs) So it's 20-year-old Traxxas fuel? Every bit of it. I would probably buy a new gallon jug of fuel. I'm not buying no gallon for it. I might buy a pint. Or a
2: quart—that's <laughs> that, fine too. Just go buy like a pint of like
0: airplane fuel, and just get a, a fresh thing of that to get the fire off done. And because I don't even know if those ran on thirty percent back then. They did. Okay, I couldn't remember on a twenty-eight, but
2: I believe that's what JC told me to get for it was thirty.
4: That's a twenty-eight, right?
2: Yeah, and that tractors fuel is probably fifteen.
4: The one thing about the Traxxas fuel, car fuel has a lot more oil in it because, well, they get hot. Yeah. So it's not it's not going to hurt anything. It's just whether it actually still has any natural methane left in it.
2: That's it. I mean.
0: Yeah, stuff stays sealed up good. It doesn't go bad with age.
2: I even put the little red plastic stopper back into the gallon. I always did.
1: Was it in a metal can?
2: No, it's in the plastic.
1: Okay. I know some of my Planker buddies, they had some 20-year-old airplane fuel and it fired up and ran fine but is the cool power in the metal can it's
2: popped several times well i need to go back and revisit the needle settings and stuff like that too
0: are you using a clip-on glow plug with a 30 year old battery in it
2: yeah i got on amazon and they had a glow driver that took a double a battery so i bought one of them because i couldn't find any of my old glow drivers and
0: that might not last that long <laughs> unless you have some rechargeable batteries
4: No, they don't last very long.
2: Yeah, I put a rechargeable battery in it, and I just charge it up before I know I'm going to attempt to start it. And the glow plug did light. While I had the engine out, I pulled the glow plug out, and the glow plug did light, so the glow plug is good.
0: Okay. You're all good.
2: Yeah, because I can't even get a tool in there to get the glow plug out. Right now, the only way I could remove a glow plug is pull the engine out of the model. What? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Every time you break a starter belt, you got to pull the engine out of the motor <laughs> or at least drop it low enough to separate the clutch.
3: Oh, that's crazy. I think I'd mount that to a block of wood like Richard suggested.
2: Yeah, I like that idea. That's a real good idea because I got some old props.
0: Then you're not damaging the belt and the drivetrain and all that stuff by wicker dicking around on it. Be much easier to get it re loosened up.
2: Yeah, I poured a little bit of the two stroke helicopter fuel in it and that ate all the the varnish and stuff out of it and got it freed up nice
0: now the truth comes out now we know why it's not running the two-stroke fuel (laughs) i knew i told i told you you put gas in it
2: no i honestly didn't even pour a whole lot in there poured like a couple of drops in there and just kind of just rolled the engine around with my hand uh, flipped it upside down that kind of thing just kind of sloshed the drips around and it loosened up almost immediately But it wasn't till the next day that it felt like it had just ran yesterday. As it said overnight, it ate all the varnish out of it and stuff. And it just really came around.
0: Yeah, I've got a four-stroke. I think it's a Sato 42 here. I want to get broken in and clean back up and running one day.
2: Yeah, I mean, before I even tried to spin it, I pulled the back plate off, checked for rust and corrosion and all that. I mean, it was clean no nice. uh, i mean there's some surface corrosion but uh, i mean it's not even bad enough to be even even call it rust yet i mean it's just kind of discoloration of the metal
0: yeah just the varnish
2: yeah
3: did you order any new o-rings for the carburetor no or the back plate it probably wouldn't be a bad idea for it probably not because if you're sucking air through any one of those two points it now, uh, when
2: i did pull the carburetor off and the o-ring on the carburetor was still soft and pliable it was in i would have called it in good shape okay but i also need to find who might have sold parts for an os-28
4: <laughs> hey, you can always go to tower they probably still have them in stock
2: yeah
0: so i just looked up what my sato fa40 is that i have you can still buy it two hundred and sixty dollars the
4: satos have always been expensive and they've always run good Need to get that one back from from you. Yeah. I think he actually messed with it the other day. Don't like that idea. I'd rather have it back. <laughs> so is that the OS-28ZX?
2: I don't know. I have no idea what it is. Golly, they're proud of that piston and sleeve. <laughs> yeah,
0: motor parts are expensive now.
2: Connecting rod for a twenty to twenty-eight is twenty bucks. That connecting rod looks more like what's in there than the ZX connecting rod. Oh, the 28 ZX is a car engine.
0: A main has that motor. Anyway. Is Carrie done?
2: Yeah, I'm that's all I got.
0: Who's next?
3: Who's done? I know I'm done. I'll go next. And just, you might try RC Japan too, Carrie. I did
2: that, but it brought up Rainforest Cafe
3: instead. <laughs> <laughs> RC Japan?
2: Yeah, rcjapan.com. And it brought up Rainforest Cafe.
0: Okay. <laughs> you might want to Google it and not type it in. I think it's got some .net or something. It's been a while since I was there. We're giving all kinds of bad information out.
2: Oh, yeah, it's rcjapan.net, not .com.
3: Yeah, .net. Of course, the only motor I see in there is a 32. That's the smallest. At least that's the smallest one I've seen. Anyway, since everybody was talking about the goose guy, I did get one in finally. Uh, I haven't done anything with it. My plan is to put it on a new FreeSky X18. Oh, cool. But I got to figure out how to run that one yet.
0: There's probably step-by-step videos on the web.
3: I've actually looked. I don't see a whole lot on the X18. I don't see a whole lot on the 20 either.
2: With knowing Edge TX, I was able to get bills going on his, but I had to do a little bit of thinking. The wordage and stuff like that was a little different in it.
3: Well, I am assuming that on the... X18, you're going to set up a model like you would anything else with curves and all that stuff.
2: Yeah. Where Edge TX, you actually had to tell each channel what it was doing and what it's assigned to. The X18, it was more like a conventional transmitter and it was a much easier setup.
3: Yeah. The only thing I really noticed about that one is like under conditions, you have to go in there and tell it the flight modes, I guess. Yeah. That sort of reminded me of the Fataba radio. Not exactly the same, but it's really close.
2: Yeah, it was more of its verbiage that was getting me on setting that up. I just didn't understand what it was talking about. Yes. It took me a minute to get it working right.
3: Well, I've started playing, not playing, but trying to program a model in there. And, you know, there is no companion for the X-18. And I'm pretty sure that this is the same radio that, like, Ben Stork is flying. Correct. But they haven't shared anything, if that's the case, as far as setups or tutorials. And, you know, more especially because he's flying the goose guy and trying to prove the theory behind the X-18 or that style of radio versus, you know, your high ends.
2: Well, the X-18 doesn't have FHSS protocol native and i did not see an external receiver on ben's goose guy when i had it in my hand so his might something special with his radio where he's running native yeah
0: i think that's what we came to the
2: conclusion
3: i know that on the x20 chris boltinghouse is running his goose guy on it and he's using um what did they call that
2: Because even old Bill had to get an external module for it to link up to the FHSS. Even if you wanted to use it for Spectrum and stuff, you have to get an external module for that X-18.
3: Right, and I have it. Okay. I've got everything that I need. And I also have the external module. I mean, I have the the S-Bus receiver as well. Okay. I happen to have an airplane that will end up with Richard, that I'm stealing the Espos receiver out of. What? <laughs> Sorry, I man. I can't use the <laughs> Futaba on my jetty. Well, sure you can. You just have to buy one. Oh, don't want to buy one. Um. Anyway, Chris suggested getting the Archer M+. Yeah. I do have everything that I need to get that one going. I did pull it out of the box and look at it. It's a good-looking model. It's definitely bigger than what the M2 was or is. Uh, now, I can't, I can't say for the Evo.
0: Definitely, when I got mine in, they set them side-by-side. Side. There's a big difference.
3: Yeah, it's it looks different. It's a difference, big difference in the Logo 200. So, I am interested to see how that works out.
0: I hope you hate it. <laughs> <laughs> First in line.
3: First in line. (laughs) Well, I've bought
0: a few M2s. This flies extremely better, if that makes sense.
3: Sure, it does. And, you know, we'll see because I've already got the Logo 200. It has a tendency of blowing out the tail and I can do it on command. Even after replacing the tail motor, it's better, but you still put it in an odd enough position and, and I can blow it out. Of course, I'm the authority on blowing out tails, I guess. This is way better uh, tail authority than the logo had. Yeah, I've got to look at it. I understand that some of you guys have switched the motor to the opposite side and then flipped the the blade over, tail blade. Yeah,
0: but that's not buying you any more authority. So what is it doing? It just makes it quiet. Ah. That's all it does. Okay. It gets rid of the yas, the crying, helly crying when... (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> the screaming banshee sound yeah yeah does that work on the m2 i've been meaning to try that
0: yes the m2 they first did it on it'll probably work better on the m2 because of the way the prop mounts it doesn't have a okay chamfer in it
3: i wonder if that would work well on the logo 200
0: it would just make the sound go away yes
3: right the sound goes away but why is it going away
0: uh, because it's a
2: tractor instead of a pusher right freefall went over it and he talked about it It's kind of like on an airplane, tractor versus pusher. Correct. The pusher airplanes are noisy as heck.
3: Right. When that happens, aren't you taking some of the load off of the motor?
2: No, it's the same.
0: Anyway, that's a discussion for uh, somebody else. (laughs) I just know it gets quieter. I don't know exactly aerodynamics and physics behind why it's quieter, but it is quieter. I like it a lot.
3: Okay, well, anyway, enough with that one. I just, it's just an update on where I'm at on that. The only other update I have is memberships are paid up for the year. Ugh. AMA, Highland Lakes, and uh, HCAM.
0: Yeah, I think we're going to go over it. We'll put that on the next episode, renewing memberships and what, where, why, and who.
3: Yeah. We'll see. Anyway, that's it for me. I guess I can go ahead and go
1: get it over with. I don't have a whole lot besides working, working, working. I did finish building my raw 580. I've got it set up with the icon. I'm just waiting for a good day to get out and do a maiden flight.
0: Today was a good day. You're pulling pulling wire all day.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was pulling wires all day. Yeah, I, about 9 o'clock, I went out to have a smoke. I was like, man, it'd be perfect right now. Yeah, it was it was decent. But I did notice when uh, I set up my ICON, it said we had an update. And I think it, most of the update for ICON was uh, for Ethos support, because I think they were having some kind of issues or something with the S-Bus or S-Port protocols.
0: Yeah, I heard that somewhere before. I haven't updated mine in a long time.
1: And, see, Sunday, I I worked last week, and the guy said, hey, come out to the field, we're out here. So I went out there. I didn't pack anything because it was raining when I got up. And my buddy says, can you work on my tail for this uh, 450 3D? Well, let's just say I crashed it for him oh really (laughs) yeah well i forgot see i have my high rates and low rates you know set up on my flat mode switch well it's actually built in the icon but he had his separated out and he had it in high rate and let's just say it was a little too quick for my taste I, I couldn't catch up with it. It was uh left right oh oh oh. Ah, that's about all I have. Uh, except when I I did the uh a pitch pump on the see what it would do. The tail boy just it went into the the crazy quivers. I think the gain was a little high on it, but I crashed it before we could adjust that down. How about it, tear it up. I just broke a servo horn, stripped it out really it wasn't very high i was just hovering and i had throttle hold just as it hit the ground so it didn't do a chicken dance
4: i saw you posted a video i hadn't seen you posting a lot of videos of course nothing's been great anyway as far as weather goes that is
1: yeah i just posted one from a couple weeks back when it was a real gray nasty day it wasn't much of nothing
0: I'm going to try to get some videos. That's one thing on my list to get done is a flight record video with the goose guy. Oh yeah.
1: But I was able to get into a tail down funnel, upright funnel first time that day. So I guess that's getting a little better.
0: Nice. Small progress. That's all we're looking for.
4: A little bit every time, baby. That's what I keep telling the wife. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, that explains why you've been cooking so much lately. Are you trying to get back on her good side?
0: No, not really at all.
4: Oh, okay, I'm just
0: hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating a little bit more.
4: No, that's going to be the new uh,
2: segment on the podcast.
4: Oh, <laughs>
2: cooking with Spiegel. The
4: stuff yep. I cooked today was nice. Yeah, it's just still weird when you got Nelson asking if you got crabs. Yeah. So
0: I only had one crab though. To- she bit the shit out of me. <laughs> Who's next? Are we all done?
1: I think it's Mike.
4: Yeah, I'll go real quick. So, oh, fueling system. So, doing the turbine, got to have something to put it in. So, of course, I found one. Kerry jumped the gun. He already got his. Trying to get everything lined up and together, all the little ancillary items, like, you know, fueling systems, fire extinguishers. That, Kind of cool because a gentleman come in and bought a Jeep from us last week and he owned a fire a fire company. That's what they do. And I'm sitting there and I'm talking to him and I'm like, Uh, do you got any CO two fire extinguishers? I mean, I'm not asking you to give me one, but I do need I need one. So if this is what you do, I mean maybe you can point me in the right direction. And he's like, Does it gotta be labeled up and certified and everything else? I said, No, it just gotta be in working order. And he said, Got you covered. So instead of me and Carrie spending $200 a piece on COT fire extinguishers, he gave me two of them. So that that really helped. Shoot, yeah. That's good. Listen to Curtis on Freefall. Yeah. Now, that was uh, it was kind of nice to hear his voice. I hadn't heard his voice in years, but it was kind of weird because he almost acted like he wasn't real sure why he was there.
0: He started talking in
2: the end a lot about helicopters and stuff
4: yeah he but he
2: didn't seem very joyful about talking about them mm-mm. true he he got more excitement out of talking about the the industrial stuff that he's doing
4: than helicopters my take was it's like i don't even know why anybody would consider me relevant and i'm like anybody who's been around for any kind of time at all you're incredibly relevant yeah a lot of these new people who I've only been in it for two, three, four years. They might not know who he is. They wouldn't understand. No, but I mean, he was the godfather of 3D helicopters. I mean, that's just what it is. But the hobby probably wouldn't be anywhere where it is without him blazing the path to showing that you could do some things with a helicopter that we just take for granted nowadays. 100%. Yeah.
2: Not to mention, you met the guy in, in person. He was a fantastic person to meet. Oh, yeah. That laugh of his, I, I always hear him laughing, that stuff.
4: <laughs> got, hey, is that where you got yours? Because, I mean, your laugh is, is <laughs> you don't have to even know that you're anywhere around, Carrie. You hear that Carrie laugh, laughing. <laughs> we know you're there. Probably. head. Still doing laundry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, I shipped off the the v2 gasser it's gone if y'all hadn't shipped off a big helicopter in a while shipping helicopters sucks <laughs> and it's expensive when it was all said and done it was it was 150 dollars to ship this helicopter
2: eef yeah i prefer to
4: pick them up in person oh yeah <laughs> of course i went and bought jumbo rolls a bubble wrap and this and that and Now, I don't know if y'all do this. I know Carrie doesn't because Carrie's never sold a helicopter in his life. But when I ship a canopy, I'll take a roll of paper towels. I put a roll of paper towels inside the canopy and then bubble wrap the canopy just to keep it from getting crushed. And I'm like, man, I don't know if this canopy is going to make it because it's already been cut out to fit the pipe and this and that. Double bubble wrap the the airframe. Uh, I'm talking to the guy who bought the helicopter, and the only thing, the only thing is somehow, some way, they set it down, put a hole in the box, and cracked the frame on a helicopter. Wow. And of course, after shipping everything, I had included a, a, a tail server with it. I forget to put the stupid tail servo and everything, so then I got to <laughs> turn turn right around and ship out another tail servo. Jeez. I'd rather drive two hundred miles and meet somebody as I had to pack one up and ship it off. You know, Spiegely, Kenny said something about it. If anybody in these clubs listen, could we not do all the memberships? Like, let's say February, just February to February. I mean, AMAs is due. You got club memberships due. I did ARCA. I hope that Kenny paid my Highland Lakes membership for me since I sent him the money. I did Waco. And then, of course, you got Christmas. You spent spend a bloody fortune just renewing your memberships and your AMA in December. It'd be great if that wasn't all due in December. I went flew today. Well, two little flights, done a little tuning. Somebody joined ARCA and Mark CC. I think he told me 17 times today. <laughs> <laughs> i got rejoined on all my memberships also. Talked about the shuttle and throw him out there, but he says that he thinks he's got all kinds of parts for carry. So that'll help. That'd be awesome. Went out to have a little fun and I met Clay and delivered some speakers to him that Matt had bought. And then I ran out to ARCA. I walk out to get my truck at Bass Pro. It's freaking nice. It's like 1140. The sun is shining. It's a little cool. It's like, oh, this can be pretty nice. I climb out of the truck at Arca and it's gray and dreary. I guess it's my old eyes, man. I just can't see them anymore. It just I hate it. So flying in the gray. I'm ready for it to be sunny so i can go fly flying uh, yeah you'd be waiting a little bit be a minute <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i know but hey at least i went to the field i
3: did two little flights I, I did do that so that's a good thing heck yeah the answer to your question is of course i did you sent me the money oh i had no doubt i was just giving you a hard time kenny hmm.
4: Yeah. Getting all offensive the there. That mm.
0: uh, <laughs> stupid night radiant is not in stock at Horizon Hobby, so I'm having to go to like weirdo hobby shops.
4: They're probably gonna We got a little time on that, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just was looking. But that kind of sums it up, man. Just ready for Christmas to be over and endure the two weeks of winter in Texas and then be wishing it was cold again.
2: Mike, you still going to do the three-gallon fuel
4: jug, or are you going to go with the five? Man, honestly, after knowing that it fits under your tonneau, I'm probably going to do the five.
2: Because I also had that plastic bed liner in there that takes up about an inch in mine. On top of that, yeah.
4: Yeah, so that's something that we were talking about. A normal VP fuel jug that's got the nozzle and everything, I can't put it under my bed cover. So they offer that fuel system, after doing a little research, they offer that fuel system that me and Carrie decided to go with in a three and a five gallon. So if you're going to run... And
2: there's only $10 difference between the two.
4: Right. And if you're going to run Jet A versus spending, how much did you say, three gallon of kerosene i think it was 24 for two and a half gallons something like that at lowe's when both of us can run to the airport and get jet a and it's seven dollars a gallon and, but the nozzles are bigger so you need the bigger bigger nozzles but i was looking at the three gallon just because i didn't want to have to mess with it but carrie got the five gallon that fits under his tonneau cover so i'll probably go with the five gallon as long as it fits under my tonneau that doesn't mean we got to put five gallons of fuel in it. We just have it.
2: Yeah,
4: five gallons is heavy. The guy we ordered these fuel jugs
2: from is over by Houston. So he's Texas, local, supporting local people.
4: That's good. So shout out to com. Yeah. I've visited with him I two or three times at uh, Ice House. He supports Apache Pass for Ice House every year. and He also goes to a lot of other big things like you know, Joe Nall, and that's what he does. And, you know, he supports the hobby, and he's a local guy, so why not support him, too?
2: Yeah, and he has fuel systems for gas, smoke, oil, kerosene, jet turbines, whatever.
4: hmm Yeah, that kind of sums it up, man. Like I said, you just need to get together with Kenny. I'm starting to think that he just abandoned us. So why do you say that? Oh, we've got something going
3: on. I still fly out at Highland Lakes and out at HCAM. I was there last weekend.
4: Oh, I know on Saturday. What do I always have to do on Saturdays?
3: Actually, I was at HCAM last weekend, the weekend before I was at Highland Lakes.
4: (laughs) Uh, Okay. I concede. Anyway, main topic...
0: main topic will be winter projects winter
2: projects. i think everybody knows mine and mike's <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. true but how do you come up with your winter project like mine just dawned on me and mine's not helicopter related yet but i've been doing this 3d print glider thing hole in the wall dumping my money into it but I'd normally like to pick projects that are decent size. Takes me a, at least a month or two or longer to finish.
4: I think that your winter projects are probably a little more involved than ours. Because, I mean, you know, Airwolf was a winter project, 3D printed. I still have it. Yeah, of course, the sky train, which you started last winter that you ran out of steam on,
0: I still have it here. I did run out of steam, though. Yeah. It's all here. I just need to strap to the bench and start working on that one. Working on it, yeah. Because I have all the stuff. It's just time and effort to put it together.
4: Right. Winter projects for me are actually a little tough because I have stuff I want to do. Me and Carrie are excited about this, and I'm not going to apologize for being excited about the turbine no more than Carrie is. But you no. Know, That's my winter project. This has been a bucket list item for years and years and years. But it's like everything else. Of course, it's like, all right, when's it gonna get here? You're trying to get everything ready and you got all this anticipation and it's like, I got my shop cleaned up, okay? I'm ready. I'm not quite like Carrie. I don't have my towel laid out yet waiting on it.
2: Yeah. Towel lock tight, everything's
4: laid out, ready. (laughs) <laughs> that part of the shop is cordoned off and it's like it says "turban only for carry yep <laughs> it's just picking something that i've wanted to do but i know that there's no sense in getting in a huge hurry because it's going to take a little bit but that's the big thing because also i'm one of those guys that when i pick a project and i start something taking a long time to get something done i start getting bored or i lose interest so it tends to not get done so I have to balance that very carefully. Yeah, as soon as
0: you lose interest, you just throw money at it until you gain the interest back. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, been known to do that once or twice. <laughs> Still need to get those uh, bearings changed out.
4: They're sitting there. I have the bearings. I started <laughs> it, wrote it up around a parking lot uh, Thursday.
0: That's good. At least you're
4: running it and riding it every now and then yeah i need to pull the motor off and send it over to near Carrie's house to go ahead and get it redone where i don't have to ever worry about it again
2: well sounds like a good uh road trip whenever we uh
4: get the airframes in you think i'm gonna need an excuse to drive to palestine texas the moment you send me the message hey <laughs> they're here yeah i'm gonna like all right sorry guys i'm taking off work see you later yeah
0: goodbye yep your other build that you're doing is this shuttle right something old and antique yeah you know you're not in a big rush to finish it
2: exactly i've been spending like 10-15 minutes a night just work on it just a little bit
0: yeah i think that would be a good winter build
2: i mean honestly right now all it's waiting on is the engine to start if the engine would start then you can tune your throttle curve you know, get it trimmed and stuff like that. I mean, right now, I'm to the point I need the engine running.
0: Well, worst case scenario, you just get an OS32 for it. Yeah. It's still not new like a 37. It'll still be vintage.
3: Yeah. Would it be? Because they still sell an OS32. They still sell the OS32 SF? Not that i found. Well, I say they do. RC Japan has an OS32. Now, I don't know if it's in stock. But they have one. I'm thinking uh, 28. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, the 28, they don't have in stock, I like, guarantee. I think Mike has an OS32 in that Concept 30. It does. Yes, it it's 32. I'm going to have to look. I don't know how bad that Concept 30 was that I picked up for you. Yeah,
4: it's missing quite a bit of stuff.
2: I did notice that the newer shuttles do have the cone start from mm-hmm. up top. And I thought about looking at the clutch stack. It's a separate piece from the frame, so I thought maybe I can integrate one of those from a newer shuttle and put on this just to make it a little easier to start.
4: You just got to bump it. Like well, me and you were talking yesterday when you're messing around with it. With no one way, no nothing.
2: Well, I mean, even even with an airplane, if you kept the starter on the nose cone, you're going to kill it before, mm-hmm. when it does start.
4: So, right. That's what I'm saying. You kind of have it lined up in the groove, and the starter spinning, and you give it a tug and let off. Yep. Yeah, you can't pull the belt tight and then hit the button. I think you got to have the button spinning and just do the quick bump thing.
2: Yeah, just bump it and get off.
4: Yeah.
0: Message sent.
5: <laughs> Uh-oh.
0: I sent a message to the museum owner. We'll see. If anybody else out there has a decent old shuttle like that or something, something old but still 3D-able, let me know. I might be interested in a winter project.
2: The shuttle will probably get flown even less than the turbine does. I don't know. It depends on how the turbine flies. I might fly the mess of the turbine. I don't know.
0: I bet you fly the turbine a lot.
2: But the shuttle is just neat. To me, it's in pristine shape, and I think it's just a cool model. And if it ever lifts off the ground under its own power, that'll just even add to it, you know especially like going to Mayday or something like that that would be the perfect place to fly the shuttle. Oh yeah. With JC there and all that.
4: I'm still trying to picture flying a mechanical gyro or no gyro whatsoever because we get so used to to the heading hole and Oh, it's hard. Yeah, oh yeah, I mean. It's a challenge
2: all of itself.
3: Woo.
4: I remember years ago flying the Raptor around in you know, you had rate mode on a switch where you could flip between rate and heading hold And it's like, man, this thing's flying like crap. And just every time I kept trying to do something, like I couldn't keep the tail where I wanted it, it's like it flies like crap. And it was just because I had it in rate mode instead of heading hold because you're just so used to not having to do anything. It's just you want the tail to move, you move it, not you're constantly correcting the tail. Yep.
0: I want to fly one again. I shouldn't have sold the Hawk Pro I bought a couple years back. I should have kept that one. Shouldn't have sold it.
3: There's still a bunch of old helicopters that are on eBay.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at stuff now. I was like, hmm. It's a little high. It's not my give it to me price, but yeah, you guys have opened up a rabbit hole. Must sell everything and buy 40-year-old helis. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think this one will ship from Europe. But there's a nice shuttle
4: for sale in Europe. What's funny is I just went and done a vintage RC helicopter models and kits on eBay. And they're all these freaking cheap junk, kind of rotating prop, just junk.
3: They're not all like that. There, there's
4: no. Here's one for a $1,000, geez. Well, I finally scrolled down. Of course, there's a Raptor 70. If I could find a good Fury Extreme airframe, I would like to have one. (laughs) You know, it's nostalgia. That was my favorite helicopter, the Fury Extreme. I love that bird. Yeah, I wouldn't mind having one.
0: I think Ashton watches this eBay stuff a lot. Like, you can set up searches and criteria. What's under your table, Kenny?
3: It's a model I've built before, so it's not necessarily a project. It's just a, it's basically a rebuild for the Soxos. I don't really have any other renter projects at the moment. I thought about some things, but I haven't really decided what I was going to do next. The Soxos is the one that I want to get done. you got an old vintage Heli that you got.
4: Given to you a few minutes back, didn't you, Kenny? Like an old uh, GMP cricket or something like that?
3: But it's not complete. It's nowhere even close to complete. I I forgot all about that. That's cool. It is missing a lot of parts. (laughs) Talk to JC. I know he has a buttload
2: of crickets. He may know where to get them or... Might be willing to part with
4: some. <laughs> uh, yeah, I couldn't even remember if yours was a cricket or, or what, because like I said, I thought that's what it was. I saw a picture on on eBay, and it looked like the one that I remembered you having.
3: I was going to try to do something with that, but it's, it's in such a dismay. It might be a parts machine to help support another model, but I don't think it's a model that wouldn't necessarily go back together. Hey Richard there's a nineteen ninety eight light machine 110 Nitro in here for nine hundred and nine dollars
2: <laughs>
0: Eve yeah it was good. It wasn't that good. <laughs> I wouldn't even call it good on today's standards. Well was my first heli. Oh fixed pitch Nitro yeah,
3: mine was the same one except electric.
0: I had to start buying up by letting the blade spin with the motor. Then after it started, I would hold it like horizontal until the blade spun down. And then it would idle. And then I could put it on the ground and fly it. But I had to start it like by letting the blade spin. I don't know if the one way was dead or if they even had a one way. Oh, wow. No idea. Yeah, it was, it was shady, shady, shady. (laughs) Uh,
3: That was a really bad flying model. (laughs) oh but it taught you what it taught it taught me how it taught me how to hover (laughs)
0: but it taught me
3: but it didn't teach you any collective management all it was is just muscle control
0: yeah but i actually flew mine around i could do a circuit by the time i was done with mine it was a sloppy circuit but i could make a turn and fly it
2: something worse than a blade cp wow
4: Oh, it, it was horribly worse.
3: <laughs> I quit flying mine whenever I flew it over I 35 by accident.
4: <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. That's not good. I'm trying to find them now. Lot machines. I was looking for it.
0: Oh, it's a loud ass motor. It was crying loud.
3: Oh, okay. I think if I was to do anything, I have talked about putting a uh, Curtis models back together, Flatbard, Nitro. Heck yeah. I ha- I have everything for
0: it. Mark Cece had said he, he was thinking about selling his Nitro Curtis. And I was like, eee. I didn't want to ask him how much right off the bat, but I kind of want to know how much.
4: <laughs> yeah, this is the one you had, is it not, Kenny? It was the light machines, the Corona. Yes. The 2002 Corona 120. Wow. How much is it? They want $910 for it on Flea Bay.
0: <laughs> wow. I don't care if it was Kyle Stacy's Corona 120. I don't want it.
4: And I was right. It did have plywood frames. Yeah,
0: I know. You had to paint them with this special paint to paint the frames, or you had to, like, clear them and something so the nitro didn't eat it.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Telboom was, well, suggestive at best. I had. Love that tail boom. I froze so many of those tail booms trying to get them back straight. (laughs) I did the milk freeze trick, I did all kinds of tricks. Crazy luckily, we don't have to do that nowadays. Parts are cheap.
4: That thing wasn't cheap back then,
0: but it oh no, it was two three hundred dollars. Yeah, easy. It might have been 500. Helicopters were expensive back then, nowadays they're really cheap, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, there's an XL. 60 pro graphite nitro ready to fly i'm good on that that one would be right up uh andy's list man it's got the pipe and everything wow anyway winter projects enough rambling somebody get a winter project have fun with it enjoy it use your time when you're stuck inside and the weather sucks try to use that time wisely
2: Yeah, buy a turban. That way, you got extended long wait time to get it.
0: Well, mm -hmm. The
2: anticipation just eats at you every day.
0: Well, (laughs) you don't have to worry about buying anything after that. That's for sure.
3: (laughs) No. So does that mean you're going to run out and buy one, Richard? No. We know you already ordered one, Kenny. We know it. (laughs) No.
2: (laughs) That's the reason why I didn't say what it was earlier. Yeah. For his winter bill. <laughs> yeah.
3: I did. It's Soxo <laughs> 7.1.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. That's right.
3: Another one? Just one.
0: All right. Let's move it along. What's new I put on here is the Goose Guy Legend RS4. I don't have one yet. I haven't pre-ordered it. I'm really on the fence. I like the Goose Guy S2 because it crashes so well. Yeah. Just so well.
2: I'm kind of with you. i just kind of like to see what the RS4 does after some time. How it takes crashes. Yeah,
0: because the metal head, carbon fiber blades, this is your 380. You're going to tear some shit up.
2: I'm curious how the factory flight controller going to work. Yeah, that's what I would like to see. Uh, I mean, yeah, you could put your own flight controller on there. Yes, it's going to be good. But
0: Yeah, I don't even want to do that.
2: I want to see what factory does. Yeah,
0: that's what I want. For what it costs, the difference of the cost is what. 80 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. 80 bucks, you get the ESC, the flight controller, and a battery and everything else or whatever. Something's missing. We'll see in in time. Yeah. I guess you have on here whiplash that's coming out with the...
2: Miniature aircraft just announced the other day that they're coming out with the Interceptor, which is a uh, 600 gasser running the OS GT-15 gas engine. Yeah, the new one. Yeah, currently there's no release date or anything like that. There pictures? Uh on Facebook there are under the miniature aircraft page. Oh man. There's just kind of like some blacked out prototype renderings of it.
0: No actual pictures.
2: No, not yet. Like I said, there's no release date, there's no information or nothing like that. From the rendering, it looks like they slanted the cyclic servos, kind of like the goblins are doing right now.
0: Didn't they do that on their 600 nitro that they have or something?
2: Uh, I haven't really looked at the Fury 57, so I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. It's kind of got my interest a little
4: bit. We'll see. Oh, Carrie cornering the mark. <laughs>
0: I know how they're still around, but like it's still really amazing that they've made it through all the stuff you know, used to be manufactured in the United States to now manufactured in Germany and yeah, different owners, but the heli still has kind of that same look to it.
2: I mean, really, miniature aircraft is one of the oldest airframes out there nowadays that is still hanging in there on the market.
4: Yeah, because, I mean, forever they were made in Florida, were they not, if I'm trying to remember right?
2: Uh, that I'm not real sure. I just know they were over here somewhere. They were
0: made up there... By RCHN. Montana? Okay. Yeah.
4: North Carolina. Is it North Carolina? I'm trying to remember right.
0: No. It's up there by where he used to live up in the cold weather. Because he used to be able to go over to the factory and walk through it. Hmm. I think so. But yeah, it's just amazing how they've made it. Oh, yeah. This far. You know, they're still manufactured and
2: sold. And they fly well. I really like them. there ain't an airframe i don't like i'll be honest i mean every single model i've flown no matter who's the manufacturer they all fly great
0: obviously you haven't sold any nope the collector
3: that's right so i just found a uh shuttle plus r set it looks like it has everything including the motor jr 9 9x radio It looks like it's basically complete, and it is $522.
0: While y'all are working on the internet, I'm going to work on the side on my deals. (laughs) 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 I think I may be able to rob the museum. We'll see.
2: Yeah, miniature aircraft does say pre-order, and more information coming soon. So
0: I'm looking at a GMP 1-8 scale Hughes 300C. Looks like it's new in the box. Really? Still in baggies.
4: <laughs> wow. Of course, talking with Mark and, you know, he was talking about his shuttles. Uh, he used to have two. He'd go to the field and fly until he crashed both of them and he'd spend all week waiting on parts rebuilding them so he could go fly both of them until he crashed both of them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's how this hobby progressed to the way it is. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of helicopter pilots nowadays don't push as hard as people back then were pushing i mean you had to push the model and yourself all at the same time and people did it every weekend uh-huh they plow them in the ground and put them back together and go out and plow it again that's how the hobby's grown
2: learn from what you did wrong and then next time you push a little further
4: very true oh yeah So up and you had enough parts With you, you go to a fun fly, you had enough parts to rebuild it a couple of times, you know, hopefully uh, that made you all the way through the fun fly. So you can figure out what else you had to order and how much money you had to spend. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, that's pretty much how Sloan flew when I first met him. Completely fly it till you can't fly anymore. Keep doing it and put parts back together and do it again. That's kind of how the goose guy I'm trying to get better at, like, incorporating that mindset kind of the change i'm trying to transition in my brain instead of worrying about crashing just fly it as hard as you want and try new stuff as long as you're safe about it and you crash it
2: yeah i'm kind of doing the same thing
0: just go buy the parts it's not that expensive you know unless it's a unicorn thing like the fusion 50 or something like that i have
2: yeah the goose guy is really the first helicopter i've kept a bulk of spare parts for because uh, it's so cheap to get parts for it. You buy them at four or five at a time. and <laughs>
0: It's still a $100 order. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You could rebuild the whole helicopter in $100. Yeah.
0: It's a game changer in my mind. Oh, yeah. All right. That's the news. No more events this year. Again, Kenny and I need to get on the side and need to email some people and see that we're going to come to our event last year that missed it. We need to see if that person can make it again. We have to work that out as far as trying to get with the pros.
3: I need to reach out to Nick. and. See,
0: you just gave it away. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
2: That would be awesome. I would like to meet him.
1: That would be cool.
0: Yeah, he's just such a busy guy that like, you know, if we want Ben and Doug to come down, we really have
4: to plan what works for you. Let me know type of deal. You know, Frank's like, we need to start promoting now because Frank has ever intentions of being here. And Ben and Doug said they would be here at some point. You know, if we're going to have it in the first or middle part of May, not throwing dates out there because y'all got to figure that out. But it's going to come up real fast, quick, in a hurry. And we're going to be six, eight weeks away and nothing's ever been done. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're going to get it done. And then there's talks of possibly doing a fun flight in the middle of summer or like in June locally in Austin. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: we'll let you guys know when that gets further down the road. Had to pick June after the stuff. Okay. Maybe hot, but at least it should be dry to get campers in and out and everything. We'll see. The plan is there. We have to work on both of those.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Other podcasts, I still need to update this list. I keep saying that, and I never do it. Maybe somebody else get it along the way. Freefall, they are down to, like, the last episode. I think by the time you hear this, they may have been done with their last episode.
2: Yeah, it's getting real close, for sure.
0: RC pile is going to get moved down to the expired list soon. Nuts and Bolts, RC Podcast. Those guys are in Oklahoma. Don't listen to them. They suck. Bits and pieces.
2: Yeah, we could probably move them to the bottom of the list, right?
0: Yeah, we need to move them down.
4: We have not given them near as much shit today.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're just saving up for next time. I know. Uh, skids up. Frank, Paul, Javier, and Darren. They have some in record that they keep saying. Soon, very soon is what Frank keeps saying. Soon, very soon they'll have podcasts. It's in the edit. Yeah. Roder, Rich Michael, Robert Monty. Heli Heads with Skids, Yard Cell, Gucci, and Fence Post, and a whole bunch of other people. They keep it mixed up, so it keeps you on your toes. RC Element with Todd. I need to listen to those. Maximum Collective. And then, last but not least, RCHN.
2: V3. Yeah,
0: V3. On rerun, there's old RC Heli Nation stuff out there. V2, RC Today Show, BK Podcast, Inverted Down Under. And for videos... And YouTube Helicopter Watching and Learning, Bill and and then Smack Talk RC also is free on YouTube and a lot of create information on learning. I've been re-watching videos on like Back to the Basics like we had last week and Spiral Flips and Funnels and a whole bunch of transition stuff that I need to work on. I'll watch them just to keep me busy.
1: Yeah, I went back and visited some of those too. I was actually looking at the auto.
0: Yeah, I'm a long way from autos. RCHN's new episode was on auto rotations. I haven't listened to it, but I try to stay away from autos. Mm. I can do them.
2: Smack Talk. They were doing the auto rotation episode on YouTube when we started the podcast, and that was pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, the only reason I want to do it is if I could get the inverted auto rotation at the end down. If I could get that down, I'd love to do it.
2: Yeah. I haven't learned to just get that much head speed at the end of my auto yet.
0: Yeah, I can build the head speed, but it's the orientations and you have one shot and you screw it all up here and crash. Yeah. I'm scared. That's why.
2: Knowing exactly when to do that flip or roll. and
0: And it's not like you can practice it with a smiley.
2: Well, I tried with the goose guy last weekend.
0: Oh, yeah. You told me you blade stopped it. I still am scared to try that even.
2: Yeah. I came close enough, I did a blade stop with the goose guy. I'm scared. <laughs> and and it took about three or four seconds for it spooled back up enough. It quit pirouetting. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm scared to do that, but I need to do it.
2: I was all for it. But as soon as I hit throttle hold, I kinda chickened out.
0: <laughs> anyway, if you need to contact us, it's Houdini RC Heli at gmail dot com. Remember, I'm giving shirts away. You just gotta pay the shipping. Probably be like ten bucks will cover shipping. Just let me know, address, and
3: laws that's in the United States. Next. you need to get a hold of me, it's rcnuts at gmail.com. This is Mike, and I'm rc-taz
4: at hotmail.com. I'm Kerry Snyder. Uh, you get me at
2: snyder at yahoo.com.
1: I'm Terry Music. You can get me at tmusic618 at gmail.com or catch me on Facebook or visit my YouTube channel, MusicRC.
4: There you go. Oh, yeah. Get better at it. <laughs> yeah. Get that plug in there, baby. Get that plug in there.
1: Hey, yeah. I thought, well, Bill Ann could do it. I might as well, too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I wanted to mention something about Freefall. You think they're going to tell us who Gray Eagle is? They were supposed
0: to. Steve said that on the last episode, they were going to reveal it. I'm thinking it's Mike D. I don't know. Because he kind of... They both disappeared kind of at the same time.
2: Yeah, they did. That is true. Huh.
0: Yeah. One left in the space shuttle and one left to France, right? <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, that's all I have. Stay in the box. Don't escape. Enjoy. Till next time. See you guys. Sorry,
1: guys. Bye, y'all.
2: Been fun. Yep. <laughs> Can't
1: believe we couldn't give everything away. No. I post it posted everywhere I kept giving updates <laughs> I'm sitting here of course Matt Matt was
4: I sent Matt red box Man, What the hell
2: Where'd the show notes go? Dang it. (laughs) I closed it on accident.
1: Oh yeah, I better open those up. uh.
4: (laughs) Kenny didn't like my show note. He took it out. (whistles) Kenny's being very quiet. He's trying to type. Thought I smelled smoke. Wow. Squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. Hey, I'm not, I'm intentionally not sitting here squeaking in the chair. I know
0: Kenny's down the road, so he can figure it out on the way. You do two <laughs> things at once. You've been practicing your whole life.
5: Yes, wow. I have.
0: This is the dead silence between when I go, Okay, who's next? <laughs> yeah,
4: I'm, yeah,
1: come on.
0: He left. We do have Randy Marsh on there too, so.
2: cool. who's Randy Marsh? I don't know. Sounds
1: familiar.
0: All right, what is today's date?
1: 12-18. i not fuck this up. What's that? Yeah. 2022,
4: in my best speaking voice. Yeah. Uh...
0: Welcome to the Houdini RC Heli podcast. Today's date. Damn it. I screwed that up. See? Yeah, I don't I don't have the phone number, call in, hook up thing. When we do that, it's a complete mess of a shit show. Trying to get that to work. Oh. Forgot how we did it that one episode. But yeah, it was not good at it.
4: He's like, conference me in. And I'm like, uh, I'm on a Zoom. I don't know how to do that. If you call my phone, I don't think that.
0: No, it doesn't work that way. We've tried. I I have to be. I
5: have to be. I have to be.